Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're on location, Martha, where are we? We're in Lubbock, Texas. We're at the international headquarters of Beaten Bow Homes. <laughs> we just turned you international. <laughs> Amen. No, well, come on, you Kingdom at Work stuff is international. So international headquarters of Beaten Bow Homes, Alcove Farms, Cornerstone, and you're going to hear about Kingdom at Work today. You're going to hear about the Kingdom Business Workshop in just a few minutes. <laughs> Rick and Holly Beatonbow have a heart and soul for building great homes for great people by great people. Their heart and their passion is making sure Jesus is glorified throughout the process in all that they do. The passion has led to Kingdom at Work Ministries, and that's what we're going to hear about today. At the end of October, Casey Brewer and Rick Beatonbow held their Kingdom at Work, actually the Kingdom Business Workshop, conference right here in Lubbock, Texas, right here in their international headquarters. <laughs> and we wanted to report back on how God moved in that conference as people from all over the country came and shared, and really all over the world. Casey, how many countries was it? There were seven countries. Seven countries. So Rick Beatonbow, Casey Brewer, nice to do this show. Welcome back to I Work Rem- <laughs> Let's just start from the, from the beginning. Rick, how did the Lord lead you to start up Kingdom at Work? Well, first, we've spent 25 years working in God's home-building business here in Lubbock. We haven't always known that's what it was, but that's what God has been showing us for 25 years. So we started doing that, and then as we did that, people got interested in what we were doing, and it became clear that we needed to share that. Kingdom at Work just became a movement out of what we were doing, an expression of what we were doing, helping people think of their business as their ministry. And with that, you, I mean, it's a ministry that is spawned out of what you're doing, but it's what you live and breathe each and every day right here at Beaton Bow Homes and Cornerstone, which is your holding company, and Alcove Farms, which is to come, and you've got an event center. I mean, this, kind of, this is what you live and breathe every day. Yeah, it is. We, I mean, we want to help people, business leaders out there that are Christians, understand that God wants their business to be his ministry. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is just not this is not just talk. Martha and I have been on location now for a day and a half, and we have seen them live this out. These guys are the real deal. Their employees are the real deal. That we got to actually we got to attend today a town hall meeting. We did, and you know it's been um, you know a lot of things for a lot of people are very theoretical, and it's like this is an idea that we have. This is what we want to be, but putting hands and feet to it and walking it out is what we've seen happen here, and that's why it's exciting for our listeners to hear firsthand um, some of the examples that we're going to talk about today. And we hope that it encourages everybody to just say, "What can I do differently in my business that gives God the credit?" and that we're doing all this work for his kingdom. So let's get back to this. Casey Brewer, you are the one that's helped arrange all this. You, you and I have been working on our relationship now for, for a little over a year and a half. Talk to, talk to me about how and why you are part of this team and why Kingdom at Work. Well, when I first came to work for the company on the operations side of Beaton Bow Homes about 11 years ago, it was clear something was really different here, and I felt that I had just a different calling on my life specifically called to ministry but in a business context and that's a hard calling to 
to em- to embrace for most people because most people think if you're called to ministry that we kind of like to say there's two options either go to seminary or go to Africa right and I feel like it was clear to me that my calling was right here in Lubbock in the marketplace and found a home here and even though there was an interim time in which I went and actually did full-time missions and leadership training in a lot of different countries of the world the Lord in his grace and creativity brought me right back into the the fold here right at the right time in which the Lord was really capturing Rick and Holly's heart and the board's heart the leadership here for being really intentional and strategic about integrating not just their faith into the workplace but God's kingdom and the reality of that here and now and that's just that was just what made my heart come alive and Getting to travel alongside Rick and do some business coaching and leadership training events throughout different countries of the world, it just became clear that my heart was coming alive for this. You wanted to inspire into other people. You wanted other Christ-following business owners and leaders to learn from you, from your mistakes, from your successes, and, and that's what the Kingdom Business Workshop was all about in October, wasn't it, Rick? Absolutely. We wanted to invite Christian leaders to bring their leadership teams, because none of us can do this alone. And come for spend three days in Lubbock, Texas, where there's nothing else to do but hang out with us. So the Kingdom Business Workshop, when you when we were talking about this in October or in, in September, as we were prepping for it, you were expecting, you were hoping, you know, 100, 125 people. You ended up with how many people? We had just about 200 guests come mm-hmm. and join us from seven countries and 19 different states in the U.S. I mean, that's incredible, Rick. How... How cool is that? How warming to your heart was that to see that many people interested in what you were going to share? Well, I think it meant that God was going to show up. For him to gather that many people together, he had a purpose. Mm-hmm. So what, how did God show up? Well, he did. His spirit was there. Um, for three days, we prayed and sang and worshiped and talked about business. Uh, that, that's a pretty cool combination. It is cool. Now, Casey, as you guys set this up, you know, this wasn't just for men. This was men and women, right? That's, yes, absolutely. Give me some demographics. I mean, do you have some cultural diversity as well? I mean, what, what kind of – talk to me about how many what, – what were the people that attended? Were they all business owners? Were some business leaders? What? Well, the, the clear dividing line was there was about 80% of the attendees who were involved in either full-time for-profit business or – the educational sector, be it on the collegiate level or high school, private school level. We had okay. several groups of educators and then for-profit. That was the 80%. Mm-hmm. The other 20% were church leaders and, and some nonprofit parachurch organizations from, like I said, all over the world. So that definitely brought a cultural diversity in, into the mix of men and women and people from, of course, different races and age brackets from all over the world. And I got to tell you, and I know you guys, you know, you're not saying, hey, Jim, you know, pat me on the back on the air. But I got to tell you, people that work here, they feel loved. Mm-hmm. And they I are saw, loved. I saw mm-hmm. it. I mean, I have seen it. As we walked into the, this, and we saw it yesterday, but today was even better. As we walked in the room for, for uh, Waffle Wednesdays this morning, I mean, people are talking. And, I mean, you know, I had a I had a breakfast conversation with one of your IT guys. A 30-minute conversation with an IT guy is pretty outstanding. But, you know, that, that Mike was just, I mean, Mike and I were talking about prayer and praying for customers, but praying for employees and, and the power of prayer and his past job and how he saw that work. I mean, just this is a place where love is living out in the business of our, I love it. I mean, it's just great. And I know, Rick, you probably didn't have this perfect the whole time, but where you've got nope. it now is amazing. 
Well, we know that if your business, our business, is going to be God's ministry, the first rule is that love has to rule. Right. <laughs> so we love that. So one of the things that, as we talk about the kingdom, the the um, workshop that you guys did this fall, um, one of the reasons we want to talk about maybe what it looked like is, again, to inspire people to say, there's, there's more that I can do in my work than pushing the pencil all day long. God has given everyone a ministry. And um, so that's one of the reasons we're going to talk about a little bit of a, what the format of your workshop looked like, just so people have an idea of what did people walk into and um, what did they gain from that. So can one of you talk about the, the format? The three days, right? It was three days? Yes, ma'am. And we've had a couple of one-day versions of this, which okay. were really aimed at inspiring business owners to think like this. And this has been a workshop. That's what we did mm-hmm. in October. We wanted people to roll up their sleeves and really get into the nitty-gritty of what that looked like. Practical examples of management and leadership that lead to love in the marketplace, in your business, for it to be a ministry of God's. So it was a three-day workshop we did in the middle of the week because it's a business workshop. Mm-hmm. That's when business people get together. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday evening was aimed at the leader. We wanted to really get into the hearts of all the leaders that were there because God can't do anything until he does something in that leader. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to inspire that leader to to sow into a relationship with God, a deeper daily relationship with God, and to invite some leadership around them to hold them accountable. Those were the two elements there. We also did some worship and some kingdom preaching that evening. Now, we're talking with Rick Beatonbow and Casey Brewer from really, we're talking about the Kingdom Business Workshop, but these guys actually, they run a business, a for-profit business. And Rick, let's just take a step back for a second. I mean, you were talking about this Kingdom Business Workshop where you want to feed into others the things that you've learned to inspire them to do the same things in their workplace. What do you do? What is this whole organization about? Well, I, this organization exists to reveal God and His kingdom to everyone who comes near. And I believe that's a, that's a proper purpose statement for any ministry of God's, which includes a business. That could be a church or any ministry of God's, but it, sh- it should also include a business. We build homes every day. That's one of the things that we do. We have a farm, an organic, natural farm, and we have uh, an event center that we've just opened. But we, those are just things that we do. They're not why we're here. Why we're here is to reveal God and his kingdom. So why must lead some of the things that we do in our business, like love the people, take care of them, closely engage with them, develop them, and over time show God to them. Casey Brewer, as you look at the Kingdom Business Workshop, that, pe- that people attended, 200 people from seven different countries and mm-hmm. 19 states. What were some of the topics that you guys had roundtable discussions about? What were some of those topics? Well, following the first night's talk on really is entitled Kingdom Leader, Rick Delir is such a great talk, challenging, inspiring business leaders to make a covenant, reestablish a covenant with the Lord. He's done that with us for eternity. We are required to participate in that. We encourage them to, we actually walk them through what we call a covenant exercise in the workbook that we provided to everyone that came mm. about this reestablishing their personal covenant with the Lord and the covenant with the people that God is placing around them. Because as Rick said, you can't do this alone. Mm. So that, that well, was the focus cover of cover that for a second. Why? Why can't you do this alone? Why can't some, one person say, I'm going to lead a kingdom company? I think there's a couple of reasons. The first reason, though, and that's a pretty good one, is you'll mess it up. <laughs> By myself, I'll probably mess almost anything up. 
Um, one of the ways that God talks to me, he does talk to me directly and specifically um, in lots of ways and probably does for everyone who is trying to engage with God regularly. But, but one of the ways he really speaks to me is through other people. Mm-hmm. I need other people to talk to me about what God says to them, and I want them to hold me accountable to what we know we're supposed to be doing. And then the second part about that is when we are together as a leadership, we can have a lot more influence on the people, and we can support each other, and the burden of leadership can be spread out. That's true for any kind of business leadership, but specifically a kingdom business leadership. Mm. So, Casey, going back to some of these specific discussions around the roundtables, because I know that that's where the impact was made, as you said before. What were some of those topics? Well, the next day, the second topic was focused on a kingdom style or a kingdom style of leadership within an organization. And the crux of that is deeply engaging individually with every single person throughout the organization so that no one gets left behind. So we had them spend some time around the table with their table host an hour and a half or two hours after each topic, addressing some very specific questions and issues on what's preventing you from engaging deeply with every person in your organization. And that, that, that gives some pretty honest answers, such as, I don't know that I care about them enough to do that. <laughs> we heard that from several yep. people. That's a great, honest, but it, it's a starting point. Mm-hmm. Others were saying... I've got too many people reporting to me. I can't. It's physically impossible for me to do that. Well, that might be some clues that some restructuring could be sure. some first steps that you need to take. And then we followed that up with kingdom culture. How and why do you develop a kingdom culture? What elements uniquely has God given you as a leadership team and your organization that you should include in the identity of your company? You can't change culture overnight. But you have to start today in order to make that change or to just make maybe make some tweaks. Maybe there are some people who are really far down the road on this and they were here to help in, encourage and inspire others to do the same thing. But those were the topics, kingdom leader, kingdom style, and kingdom culture. That was what the topics were centered around. And there's so much in there, and we'll make sure that we talk on those just a little bit more. But Rick, how long did it take? you and the Lord and your team of board of directors and leaders of your organization to create the kingdom culture, kingdom focus culture that you have today? Well, it took the Lord probably 10 years to really um, transform all of us first. I mean, he had he had some, some things in the way, namely me. Um, you know, I, I, Casey said this, and we talked about this at the workshop. For some leaders, they need to they need to honestly assess how much and if they care for the people around them. And if they don't, we invite people to, to, to ask the Lord to give them a, to break their heart for the people. Because if this is going to be a ministry, it's going to be about caring about and for God's people that are around in the business and come near the business. And so I've got to ask the Lord to break my heart for it. And that is effective. That works. God will do that. He'll bring you face-to-face with people and show you their lives and their heartbreaks and their successes and you'll fall in love with them and you'll desire to lift them up and you'll love them. Mm, That kind of reminds me about what we talk about on the I Work For Him Nation when people join that and make that covenant to agree to to pray for their coworkers Mm. and employees Mm -hmm. and a lot of times that is where your heart change is and I I just wanted to comment too that it seems to me like You've allowed God to make these changes in your heart, and you're wanting people to to learn that earlier than you did, and Amen. say, you know, stand on our shoulders. There you go. 
You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.